love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits happens live from our radio hub for Tuesday. It's March 5th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Yes, it's the toughest day of the week, but we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Uh, there's Drew. If you ever needed a babysitter, why would you call me? Oh, we did that one time. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like the last resort. Yeah, it was the last resort. <laughs> Ended up being just fine. My kids were never the same, but. <laughs> All right, over there is Bethany, the mouth from the south. You know, as a mom, I have come in contact with more poop than I ever believed possible. Yeah. Well, he's the man single-handedly keeping the yellow legal pad business in business. Our host, The Fist. It's the only way to go, man. You got piles of them in here. Walk around with the legal pad. People think you are straight up in business. Yeah, but you only use them about halfway through, and then you and then you set them to the side, and you get a new one. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> it's a system. You guys ready to warm up a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. I, I, I think I selected a pretty cool warm-up jam today. Is this a live version? Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Jason Aldean, Dirt Road Anthem, Luda. Luda. A little remix. Swerving like I'm George Jones Smoke rolling out the window And ice cold beer sitting in the console Memory laid up in the headlights It's got me reminiscing on them good times I'm turning off a real life driving That's right, I'm hitting easy street on mud tires Back in the day, Potts Farm was a place to go Load a truck up, hit the dirt road Jump the barbed wire, spread the word Light the bonfire and call the girls King and the can and the Marlboro man Jack and Jim were a few good men Where you learn how to kiss and cuss and fight too Better watch out for the boys in blue And all this small town, he said, she said Ain't it funny how rumors spread Like I know something y'all don't know Man, that talk is getting old You better mind your business, man, watch your mouth Before I have to knock that loud mouth out I'm tired of talking, man, y'all ain't listen Them old dirt roads is what y'all listen Chilling on the dirt Swerving like I'm George Jones Smoke growing out the window And ice cold beer sitting in the console Memory laid up in the I'm wondering if in 2019 that's offensive to people, swerving like George Jones. I wonder if some people are like, hey, I'm offended. I, you know. It's offensive to guys named George Jones. Or it's offensive to people that swerve. Well, what do you guys want to talk about today? Uh, well, we Luke sh- Perry, huh? Yeah, yesterday. How sad was that? Oh my gosh, my, my heart throbbed from whenever I was a teenager. I mean, I was in love with Luke Perry from Beverly right. Hills 90210. He was my he guy. Was, he was just like... I don't know. For us, wasn't he kind of like the king of cool? And not yes. only that, but yes. also like a you know eight eight seconds. He was in eight oh, seconds. Lane right. Frost. A lot of folks don't know. And gosh, I loved him in that that's role right. too. He played Lane Frost in eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, just it's rare 
when someone that young has a major medical issue, I, I feel like normally we hear about them coming out of it, getting mm-hmm. saved. Medical technology is so amazing. And right. I mean, whatever. Maybe we'll find the details. Maybe we won't. But just right. someone so young to have a massive stroke and, right. and then pass after a couple days in the hospital. Yeah. It's just incredible. He was, he was what, 52, 52. years old? Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, it's going to be a great show today, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by. What are you kidding me? Stories coming up. And here comes Tuesday. Let's go. This happens live. And now. Here's and now, my now. daddy. It's time for your. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? How are you? I'm here standing by with a fresh batch of What Are You Kidding Me stories as I take you out of the great Lone Star State. Iceberg! Right ahead! Wait a second, that's just Grandma. (laughs) You guys aren't going to believe this story. (laughs) A grandmother from Texas was on vacation in Iceland last week. And she went walking by the ocean. And she came across like this huge piece of ice shaped like a throne, right? Cool. <laughs> cool. So she thought it would be cool to, to sit in it. Uh-oh. Ice queen. While her son took a picture. Just as a huge wave rolled in, picked up the ice and carried Granny out to <gasps> sea. <gasps> floating on the ice Are throne? Are you kidding? A floating Granny. Yes. Took her out there like crazy far out in the water. She That's began terrifying. to panic. It could have been really, really dangerous. You know, the water is so cold. Luckily, someone on a boat saw it happen, and as Granny was being pushed out to sea, they rescued Granny. This thing has gone viral uh, because the granddaughter started making fun of her on social media, of course. Right. <laughs> um, I, I do believe I do have exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio here. It was shaped like an easy place to sit. You can tell by looking at the shape of it. And I thought, well, that looks like fun. But when I got on, it started to totter. And a wave was coming in. A very large wave came in and made the throne kind of rock. And I could tell that I was slipping off. I thought it was safe. I, I don't weigh very much. It was a little easier to float off with me, I guess. Okay, well. This is like some King Arthur mystical stuff. Like, only the rightful ruler shall inhabit the throne. Oh. She sat on it. It started taking her to her ice kingdom. They oh. saved her. They stopped it. They ruined it. Oh, you really? Yeah. You think you think she was going to a special place? Right. Yeah, she was almost going to heaven, Drew. <laughs> oh, it's a special place. <laughs> almost took her out to eternity. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Minnesota. Oh, man, that's creepy. Someone in Minnesota called the cops last Thursday because they were worried about a guy standing out in the cold with no jacket hugging a pillow. Oh, no. And they didn't want to go check on him because, you know, they thought he might be deranged because he was standing out in the freezing cold just standing there smiling, holding a pillow. Well, the cops showed up immediately. And it turned out to be a cardboard cutout of Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. <laughs> Let me so tell you about My Pillow. <laughs> he's holding his pillow out there smiling. Standing there for hours. That I guy's do. nuts. He does look, look at a little him. creepy. Crazy. Yeah, but at least he's got a pillow. <laughs> I do have exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio right now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of the world's most comfortable pillow, my pillow. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and 
There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. Live. What's up, P1s? Yes, what are P1s? I'll tell you what P1s are. Those are our most loyal listeners who've actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. They set it, and they forget it. Yeah, that's all it takes. You just became a P1 when you do so. And if you became a P1 right away, you get to be a P1 from D1. That's a P1, D1, P1 from day one. And we love it when you write us and stuff or uh, when, when you meet us and you put, man, P1, D1. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a P1 since the first time I heard you. Meaning you actually held that finger out there and just held that button down until it beeped at you. All right, I have some new rules. New rules for uh, communication in the digital age. I think we could all agree we are in the digital age right now. This and we're in it. need of rules, for sure. Always need rules. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. Do we, we always need? need? We need new rules for communication because everything's changed. Okay, well, here are some of the uh, <laughs> new rules for digital communication apparently we should all be following. Uh, There's a bunch of them, so I'm going to try to get through some of these. Um, First of all, try not to deliver bad news through text or social media. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I try to avoid delivering anything that's important through text because uh, your emotion and and the way you sound, you know, the way you're... There is no emotion in the text. Right. You don't know if they're angry. They could say... Hey, how are you doing? Angrily, right. or they could be saying, "Hey, how are you doing?" Or- but isn't it's scary when you get the text like, "We need to talk," or "Call me now." And it wouldn't be appropriate to say like, "Uh oh, hey man, I'm your neighbor. Your dog's dead in front in the uh, in the street." By a text message, that'd be bad. Very bad. You should definitely Facetime something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, don't go on Facebook and post a bunch of cheesy quotes or memes back to back. I do that all the time. I disagree with that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. There's people making money off that very thing. Big wow. meme accounts. I, I encourage people, and you guys remember, I, I say, hey, if you want to steal some fun stuff, some good memes, mm-hmm. go to our Facebook page and steal all you want. You'll be the envy of all your Facebook friends. Where do you find all these? I can't tell you. No, I'm saying that's what people oh, say. It's a secret you. meme. It's a secret meme, meme factory. Vault. Yeah. Um, let's see. If somebody doesn't text you back right away, they say, settle down. It's not a big deal. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm kind of, I expect something back pretty quick. Uh, that's a lot coming from you because it, it's a roll of the dice with texting out to you. You might get something back right away. You might get something back two days later, or you may never acknowledge the text. That's because I have really bad service, though, too. It's not necessarily that I'm ignoring it. I do have really bad service. Where I, you know that. That is true. I'm reaching the point in my life where I used to be super excited about you know, instantly returning texts. Now I don't even have the phone on me a lot of time. I'm I'm moving past it. We've already sort of evolved into and then out of this digital age again. Yeah, especially because, with all the robo calls right now. Well, for me, I I can't tell you how many times I charge my phone outside the room and I just forget it's even outside mm-hmm. the room. You know, which is nice. I don't answer my phone anymore. I refuse. If people call me, uh uh-uh. uh. You get so much stuff done whenever you don't have your phone sitting right next yeah. to you. You are so right. Yep. Um, let's see. If somebody you know comments on a photo or video that you posted, you should respond. Not necessarily a written response, but a like or love is okay. And I say, who's got the time for that? 
to like everything that. Oh. Okay, so one of the worst ones. Yeah. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Whenever it's your birthday on Facebook, <laughs> and everyone writes because you know they saw it well, on their that, news feed. Well, that's cool if they take the time to do that. What I'm saying is, is that then you've got to go through all of mm-hmm. those and like or love them and go, thank you. Yeah, or, thank all you, five or, of those. Thank you or thank you. You know. Well, here's something. And this is the final one. And this I actually disagree with this. The number one rule for communicating in the digital age. Don't randomly FaceTime people. If you want a video chat, shoot them a text first. No. Uh, no. You're like, that's, that's the element of That's the of only the way I like to communicate now is by FaceTime. And it sucks because Drew, you can't even FaceTime Drew over there. That's right, by design. He's got yeah. some other w- weird service well, that's he's smart. on. That's smart, yeah. <laughs> You're one of those droid people. <laughs> yep. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Do you like your Uber driver to just be quiet or you want him to leave you alone? A 38-year-old Uber driver in Seattle named George Uri has started giving his passengers some options by handing out menus when they get in his car. There's five different types of rides you can pick from. Basically, he'll, he can tell you funny stories. He could be totally silent, or he could act like your therapist. Or if you want him to be rude to you, he could do that too. Basically, the menu gives you different ride options. How cool is that? Talkative, silent, therapy. That's very cool. Yes. But if I order a funny story, it better be funny. A clever story. I don't want to leave that ride disappointed. What if it's like a dad joke? You'd probably love it. I'd love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just love that. You know what? You know who else needs to do that? Pass out a menu? People who cut your hair. Yes. Oh. Yes. I went to I went to an individual for a long time. Not going to yep. say any names. Long, long time. Bethany, how long did it take me to get my hair cut? It started getting to the point where it was like uh, three hours. No, come on. No, it really- Hour from, and a half to two hours no, at least. from the time because that you talked. left our house until you got back home. Yes, it was about three hours because it Dang. would take that long. I'm not kidding. Well, I just had one where I had to hear about- the hairstylist, eight sisters and addiction in the family and kids getting taken away. And I was like, I just came for a haircut. Get it I know, done. Get I know. me out of here. I don't I want know. to hear these deep family details. Yes. And it's so hard to walk in and say, listen, I don't really want to talk. I just kind of relax. want to relax. It's so hard just to say that, right? Mm-hmm. It is. You feel rude. Now you're being rude. Yes. So you should be able to just push a little button like, do not even think about talking to me. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, like wear a necklace. Like whenever you come in. Yeah. Like either <gasps> like whenever you go to the the meat places. You know where you turn on the green light or the red light. You know the little thing. Or they bring the meat place. Yeah. The no, bra- I'm thinking more like a like a service dog. It says do not pet. They wear a vest that says do not pet. I'm gonna wear a vest that says do not speak to this person. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if somebody was sitting near you with a collar on you or like a little leash. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to them. All right, Drew. Uh, choose your news. Well, America, apparently our habits are wiping out forests around the world. Specifically, I'm talking about our toilet paper habit. Apparently, Americans have the most plush toilet paper habit of any nation in the world. Now, according to this study, I kind of disagree with this. It says the average American uses almost three rolls of toilet paper a week. I find that excessive. Yeah. But a study of all the major manufacturers shows that they almost use no recycled content, nothing other than virgin wood pulp fiber. And it's actually starting to really affect uh, the forests out there, particularly certain forests, these old growth forests in Canada, where a lot of this is coming from, we're basically using up all the trees, 
to wipe our butts. Yeah, but you know, we're saving so much paper with the email and everything now. I mean, we we have saved so much paper and trees over the years. On the wipes. Yeah. Ah. And not only that, I think we need to start using hemp. There you mm-hmm. go, that there old go. crop of hemp. We need some bidets. So many uses uses for hemp. All right, Bethany, we'll have a lot of time here. Choose your news. Okay, so only six countries in the world have true equal rights for men and women. This report has found that Britain, America, and Australia all failed to make that really? list. Wow. Okay, so what are those six countries? Sweden, France, Belgium have truly equal rights for men and women. Um, Also, Denmark, Latvia, Mm -hmm. is that correct? And Luxembourg. Well, let's go to Luxembourg, babe. So it says that they all, they they checked equality in eight key areas, such as salary, family life, and job market access. So neither the UK nor the United States achieved the top score. And actually, the United States didn't even make the top 50. Aren't we like working toward it, you think? Are you feeling that? Are we I don't working know, but it? it doesn't sound like it if we're not even in the top 50. <laughs> All right, there you go. Tuesdays, <laughs> choose your news. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This segment of The Fit Show was brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. HelloFresh has tons of recipes to choose from, and they deliver fresh, high-quality, pre-measured ingredients right to your front door. It is so easy for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Fitz. That's HelloFresh.com slash Fitz. F-I-T-Z. HelloFresh.com slash Fitz. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. What is going on with our social media Have today? Have you seen it? It's going it's crazy. blowing up today. What are we doing different? It's big. Hey, everybody. What's up? <laughs> Thank you so much for checking us out. We appreciate it. Uh, I just got this from Dina. Hang on. Dina's 24 years old. Hey, Fitz. Uh, I could use some advice real quick from you guys. First of all, I listen to you every single day. I do not miss a show. I've been going out with a guy for a month, and uh, she says, I just spent the night at his place, but we also ate wings, we drank beer, had a lot of other gut-wrenching things to eat. (laughs) She says, so the next morning when I woke up, I had to use the bathroom, badly, Mm -hmm. and not just number one. Oh, no. I haven't done that at his place yet, and I wasn't about to. You got to keep some of the mystery alive, right? So I said I was going to get us some coffee and that I'd be right back. So then I got out of there before he could even respond. I ended up walking 10 blocks just to find a place to use the bathroom. Was that excessive? Should you use the restroom at someone's home after only dating a month? Specifically the other part, if you know what I mean. Dina, she's 24 years old. P1 since day one. Wow. I am pretty sure this story is exactly as old as indoor plumbing. Like the first. Oh, that's time. funny you said that. Because because plumbing seems to be the problem here. Yeah, I, I look. I don't blame her. I don't want to. I I will, if in any way possible, I will avoid going in another person's home. Yes, Drew never wants to use the bathroom. Um, like when he comes to my house, he never he refuses yeah. well, to to do that at my house. It, it's I just think, awkward. It's I think weird. That's, I think that's okay if you can like avoid it. But yeah. I mean, if you really gotta go, then you you know what? You're a human. You gotta yeah. go. You when, know? Be- when Bethany and I started dating, like what? close 20 years ago I guess uh, I really knew that she was going to be the woman I was going to marry because like I think on the first date she had the door wide open doing number two. Oh, <laughs> come on you're going to let him get away with that 
whether it's true or it's, not. Do it I, is so true. And I'm like, man, that's a comfortable woman. You know what? Do I really need to argue? I think everyone listening is rolling their eyes No right one now. will believe you. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe you. Yeah. That's horrible. Um, but Dina, I think that, um, I think, yeah, 10 blocks is a little excessive. I mean, for me, I mean, I, if you got to go, you got to go, you know? And You know what? You're right, Bethany. Maybe she did make the right decision. Because if it was a if it was a bad one, you know, it, 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 the guy could have been like, "Whoa, I, I can't I can't live with this forever." Mm-hmm. It reminds me of a story about somebody we know, who on their first date, this is no joke, on their first date, the girl who is now his wife mm-hmm. had that sort of accident in the car. On the first date. Wow, and it well, worked out for her. Well, it did work out for her. He is one special person. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, but- I can... Wow. I mean, yeah. maybe I mean, he just witnessed the ultimate vulnerability. Maybe that endeared her to him. Maybe if, if Dina here had just said, look, I got an emergency head call I got to make and I have to do this here, he would have said, like, she's so genuine and honest. <laughs> no, I, I think that the friend we're talking about, I think it still affects him to this day. <laughs> well, it's the ultimate not- leverage in an argument. <laughs> what about the front seat of my Mazda? <laughs> Yeah! The one. The one, the You're listening to The Fit Show. Everyone give it up first. Fitz Happens Live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Everybody, uh, here's what's going on. We're getting ready for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in a moment from Bethany, the mouth from the South. Well, say it ain't so, guys. Remember this couple that I was telling you, or this supposed couple I was telling you about a few weeks ago? Well, it looks like... What they couple? Are, I don't remember. I know, and you're going to have to find out in just a minute. Oh, but you just asked us if we remember the, the couple. Well, so I'm asking we... you specifically because oh, okay. you guys kind of went crazy over it. You were like, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh. Well, it seems like it's been confirmed now. Oh, no. Drew is standing by with the Tuesday reality check. House Democrats set to request more than 60 new documents from people and organizations in the president's inner circle. Yes, uh, when the dust and smoke cleared from that midterm election and we knew that the Democrats had seized control of the House, we were wondering, how is this going to take shape? What is this going to look like? Well, now we're really getting a good look at the actions, where it's going, the direction they're taking this. It's kind of an all-out war, uh, and I think it's going to become a problem for the, the American people. We need to go back to learning how to agree to disagree. So what they are doing, this is a wide-sweeping uh, probe into the president, his business dealings, his campaign, his associations, his, everything. His, his, ta- his life. His taxes. His taxes. Yeah. Uh, business before, business wow. during, campaign, everything. So they sent a request to, I think, 81 people associated with the president, with his campaign, with his businesses, and his associates. So we're even getting like second tier down there asking for a bunch of documents. And these are official, uh, you know, congressional judicial, excuse me, judicial committee essentially a subpoena this is a legal right, thing so right. uh this is this is big this they is were gonna... sending a message 81 you know people yes. they were definitely saying what, like here you, we go like if you touched him if you yeah. if you've been around if you him, were his babysitter whenever yeah. he was three we want your documents what, did you see the <laughs> you misdialed him uh, yeah did you see the president speaking a couple of days ago he spoke for two hours and 20 minutes in this arena mm-hmm. isn't that something yeah just 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 free will and just just talking 
Two hours and 20 minutes. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it, but okay. it's probably going to get ugly before it gets better. Okay. I think. Yeah. Now, here's some breaking news that I think everyone's interested in. This is really big. We've been talking about it off and on for months now. That $1.5 billion lottery winner in South Carolina came forward yesterday, claimed yeah. the prize yesterday. It serious? broke in the late afternoon. Yes. Now, he's been hanging on so to it for the, the last time. Well, unfortunately, this is the story. The person uh, wishes to remain anonymous. They did choose the cash option, which was a one-time payment of $877 million, $784,124. Okay, All so, up front, one check, here you go. But we don't know what's happened since this person won. We don't know if it's been on the bottom of their I think, you know, car, car. I think very wisely the person probably Dealing spent with all that time getting their affairs in order and, and probably building layer upon layer and upon layer of security for themselves, for their money, for their family. Uh, I mean, this is obviously a major public risk yeah. this person takes once they do it. Now, we, we discussed it a couple weeks ago. All these analysts were coming forward. Even, I think it was just late last week, saying if this person... They've already lost millions of dollars in just interest. If they just put this in a bank right. account, they, and if they put it in a small investment account, it was somewhere on the uh, order of like $24 million they've already given up in interest. That's what you earn when you have this That's kind of money. crazy. In a few months. They're like, yeah, but I'm almost a billionaire. They're like, who cares? Yeah. You know, 24 po- million. Pocket change. And then they're watching all these uh, articles come out going, they're going to lose it. They're going to lose it. And they're just laughing to themselves. All right, there you go. That's the Tuesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what's trending right now. Oh, millennials are trending. Isn't that great? Good old millennials. You can count on them. 80% of millennials say that they've tried vaping. So for more details, check out the new report from the CDC, Vaping the New Avocado. <laughs> Vape, I guess vaping has replaced avocados for millennials. Oh, wow. They go side by side. Yeah. They complement each other. <laughs> Bethany's standing by right now with the good, the bad, and the gossip. I can't vape without my avocado. Yes. Um, okay, so let's start off uh, things with the good. Captain Marvel, the movie. Now, this is supposed to be the female superhero, Captain Marvel. Yes, she she's, is. A, she's a lovely lady. Um, and she is, ex- she is expected. It is expected to debut at $150 million Drew just saw the private screening. At the box office can, can you, this weekend. Can you talk about it yet? I can't say anything yet, but uh, I, I can confirm that I saw it. Yes. Okay. You can't even say if it's good or not? I cannot. Oh, there, wow. there is a Yeah, there is a restriction. Wow. So uh, okay. the, and, and the woman who plays Captain Marvel, Reba? Brie Larson. I heard Brie. it was Reba. No, no, it's Brie Larson. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay. Should have been Reba. <laughs> She's a little old for the role. But they did de-age Samuel Jackson in the movie, so maybe they could have done Reba, Reba too. Now, yeah, uh, you said that you, they took off like 30 years off of mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson using digital effects and, yep. and Photoshopping Yeah, you can and stuff see like that, that in the preview, too. Yeah. I mean, you could, so that, that's, that's not... public information. I'm free yeah. to share that. Okay. Yeah. And, and just to let you know... 150 million. They're they're projecting that for this weekend, and that's nothing compared to the projection for Avengers Endgame, which is expected. Expected. My God, it's all right. You're excited. Expected to set <laughs> an all-time record with 265 million Dang. debut mm-hmm. next month. I couldn't care less about that. Oh, it's that so, series. I'm so excited. Everyone's excited. Well, with that much money, apparently a lot of other people do. So maybe I should try to get into it. Where would I start? 
the beginning. 20 years ago? Really? Oh, like where I've you start? I've just never been to comic book Yeah, start book watching guy. movies. Start with Iron Man. Go back there. Well, okay. we've already seen yeah. Iron Man. Okay. We've already got that one. Right. And America. Iron Man 2, I think. But Okay, so moving on to the bad. Luke Perry, my teenage uh, heartthrob, was uh, rushed to the hospital last Wednesday. He suffered a massive stroke. And ironically, it happened to be the same day that they announced that they were going to have a big Beverly Hills 90210 reunion. That's so weird. Um, yeah. But sadly, he has passed away um, as of Monday. I was thinking about how, the, how the, if, if they wanted to continue the reunion thing. I mean, I guess they could write into the show. They, they could kick it off where everybody is at his funeral, possibly. True. If they, well, pers- if they decide to proceed with that. They, I will say that on the original series, Dylan's dad, I think, was killed by gangsters. So maybe they bring that back in. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. That's but sad. I can say that he was fairly young. I mean, he was only 52 years old. That's yeah. very young. To be killed by a massive stroke. I mean... I'm, I'm really. He was just cool, man. He was just a cool he dude. He was very cool. He also, like I said, one of my favorite roles that he played was um, Lane Frost in Eight Seconds. Loved it. Um, he survived by a son. He has a 21 year old son named Jack, a daughter named Sophie, and um, he also has a fiance um, named Wendy Bauer. So thoughts and prayers with all of them. Wanted to move on to the <laughs> the gossip. Wow, guys, here we go. Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson have finally left no doubt as to their romantic status. They attended a hockey Ugh. game in New York this past weekend, and can Disgusting I just say, ooh, it's an ooh alert. This I mean, seriously. I looked at this picture and wanted to throw up. It's Pete Davidson sticking his tongue in her mouth. I mean, you can totally see He looks see like it. a lizard. Ugh. It's just, ugh. They were making ugh. out on camera and all that nonsense. I'm done with that dude. Now we know. I mean, yes, they are 20 years apart, and just to let you know, Pete is only five years older than Kate's daughter, Lily. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, Kate? So there you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. This Come on. is Why Today Doesn't Suck. For Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. What's up, everybody? If you're having a birthday, you share it with Jake Lloyd. Little young Anakin Skywalker is 30 years old today. Partially wow. responsible for ruining the series. Oh, I thought he was great in it no. when he was a little young one. He was terrible. Are you crazy? I mean, he's just the actor. You still have to hold Lucas responsible for that, but what a mess. Whoa. What was wrong? He did a great job when he was a little he one. He was the cutest. He was. He was no. great. All that whoopoo, whippee, woohoo, all that. Oh, that's awful, well, but that's, that's what not what he was a kid. Would do. He was a kid. All right. Well, he's a kid hater. What do you I know, expect? Drew, you hate children. I, no, I don't. Yes, I don't you do. Kids. You just proved it. You he's hate like, children. <laughs> he was going to come by the house the other day. He's like, are your kids there? I said, yeah, they're my kids. He said, <laughs> they live we'll, there. we'll make it another time. <laughs> <laughs> what are their hours there at school? <laughs> Never, obviously. <laughs> Nikki Taylor is 44 years old today. She was almost killed uh, uh, by a cell phone. And do you remember her in that, sister? In that car accident. Her sister as well, Chrissy. She died. She. Um, Chrissy Taylor, yeah. Yeah, Chrissy Taylor. And they, gosh. I had a huge crush on Nikki Taylor. I did. Gorgeous, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Just, Model, I mean, yeah. She still is. She still is. Beautiful, yeah. Do you know she has had 41 surgeries since that car, her car accident, her her liver was completely like lacerated. And was she, she looked at a phone and that she was distracted and got a head on or something? Yeah, like that. Something, yeah, wow, yeah, just horrible. 
Eva Mendez is 44 years old today. Love you, Eva. Mm, another beautiful woman. Michael Irvin is 53 years old today. Uh, star receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Had a couple of run-ins with, uh, with, the, with the popo. With the law? Yeah. Well, if you play for the NFL, it pretty much comes with the territory. Like, NFL guys are always getting busted for something. True. Well, they're a bunch of young men with an unlimited income, and they're out having a good time. Very judgmental thing to say. Well, how many NFL guys have not ever run into the police somewhere? Two. Yeah, both of those guys are good dudes. Troy Aikman. They're all good guys. And wait a minute, and the other guy. Wait, wait. Your boyfriend. What's his name? My boyfriend. Oh, Oh, Tom Tom Brady. Brady. No. No. (laughs) Apparently, we all think that's his boyfriend. I love you, Tom. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Tebow. Tebow. I love you, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. I love you, Tim Tebow. Love you forever, Tim Tebow. What? You were kidding about the boyfriend stuff. Yeah, Yeah, man. I'm crushing on those dudes. Tom Brady and Tim Tebow forever. (laughs) And I'm looking at my wife and I'm saying that. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh. It was 140, excuse me, this day in 1868. It would be 151 years ago. Mm -hmm. In Birmingham, England. Some dude patented the stapler. It, excuse me. You, I, I believe you have my stapler. It. <laughs> <laughs> the best stapler lines ever. I, I think if someone... I can't imagine there was that much paperwork floating around in way back there then. There was. I mean, everything was on paper, but yeah. like you didn't have big stacks of paper in your home, so it must have seemed like a frivolous invention. And now Tired it's of like paper a, clips. They were like, yeah. look, we need something else. Uh, this day in 1960... Sergeant Elvis Presley was discharged from the United States Army after uh, serving his country. Isn't that great? That he, is awesome. They called him and he said he was a huge star and he said, You're right. I'm, he goes, I'm going to serve. Mm-hmm. Sure did. And serve he did. He did. You imagine him walking Oh, Private Elvis Presley. Woo! <laughs> yes, I could. <laughs> Uh, I think that's all the time we have for today, folks. I was going to say this day in 2004, Martha Stewart was found guilty. They threw her in, uh, threw her in the clink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does anyone even remember that anymore? I do. She's doing just fine. Oh, yeah, she's good. All right, that's why today doesn't suck. Fitch happens live. And now, and now it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Standing by, of course, with the news that didn't make the news. And, uh, uh, hey, Wakeham's, what are you kidding me? Filled correspondents who send me awesome what are you kidding me stories every day. Uh, it's really easy. Facebook.com slash follow fits. As I take you out of Maryland. Oh, another millennial story. Ladies and gentlemen, an unemployed 30-year-old woman in Maryland who still lives at home with mama is facing assault charges. After she threw a phone at her mother's head for refusing to give her a ride to yoga class. Oh my gosh, it's like my 16-year-old. Yeah. And you know what? How much you want to bet that she uh, she probably wasn't paying for the yoga class. Her mother probably was. Or the phone service. And she was on restriction, probably. (laughs) Mm, I've about had it with some of you millennials. Yeah. Um, Anyway, her mom used the phone after it belted her in the right temple to call 911. Her shirt and her hair were covered in blood when police showed up. Yeah. Dang. I can imagine that, you know, if it hits the right spot, yeah. that could do a lot of damage. Holly fled the scene, uh, and uh, she's due in court later this month. Yeah, for... Don't worry. We know where she lives. Yeah, they got her. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you, uh, let's see, where is this out of? 
out of New York. Stupid's what got you there. A guy in New York set up a high-stakes Super Bowl squares pool this year to scam people. Now, Drew, what is a high-stakes Super Bowl squares pool? So you know the squares. You have 10 on one side, 10 on the other, so there's 100 squares. You sell them off, and then you put the, oh, okay. you know, you you randomly draw score numbers along each axis gotcha. for each team. Okay. And then you, every quarter, you someone wins a square. A square. Well, this gentleman used fake names for most of the squares uh, to up his chances of winning. But then real people won all the money, and he was on the hook for 50 thousand dollars whoa so he staged his own kidnapping to make it look like the money was stolen <laughs> he's facing fraud charges right now they're gonna be putting him away yeah for sure Gosh. who knew there were squares that big most of the time it's a dollar square maybe ten dollars <laughs> really yeah <laughs> how do you get involved in the, squares how do you get involved in the big squares like that oh, this kind i've never big even heard squares. of normally it's like at your local <laughs> like, tavern or something we're talking about hollywood squares yeah. or something Dang, fifty grand. Yeah, that makes it that makes it interesting. That means you win a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. means also you lose a lot. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Yeah, he, he's lost about fifteen years, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> All right, there you go, you got the What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. It's happened. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Because good feels good. Good feels good. That's why I throw out the good stuff every single day. Plus, I promised my babies a long, I mean, years ago, I I promised them I would do the good stuff every day. So if you have any good stuff in your life, let me know about it. Facebook.com slash follow fits. There is a seven-year-old girl who lives in Wisconsin. Her name is Emma, and sweet little Emma is battling a brain tumor right now. And Emma loves dogs. So one of the things she requested to help her cheer up was for dog owners to send her letters from their dogs. That's the best. That would make me smile, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would. Uh, it started on Facebook. It went viral. And now she's gotten over 50,000 letters from wow. as far away as Scotland, Venezuela, Finland, and South Africa. A good family friend of ours asked her friends who she knew owned dogs to send Emma a letter from their dog. And what we didn't know is those friends would then share it with their friends and share it on social media. We get letters and emails every day. And so she loves seeing them. She smiles or giggles or laughs, especially at the funny ones. There's some pretty creative people out there. A lot of kind people, obviously, are taking a couple minutes out of their day to just do something nice for a complete stranger. It's been really overwhelming, and Emma's been really happy with all of it. It's really helping her, you know, stay positive through all of this treatment. I think what's awesome about dog owners is they have big hearts, and it's simple for you to share a picture of your dog or a note about your dog with somebody and just try to cheer up their day. This is rough for us. This is tough on Emma and what we're going through, and obviously the diagnosis doesn't look good, but... To know that a simple gesture from complete strangers can bring a smile to her face for just a couple minutes of their time really makes us happy. And, you know, when it comes to that C word, when it comes to that word cancer, you know, uh, in this case, it's not just, you know, Emma who has the cancer. The, the family gets cancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? They it, all go it, through it, it, it affects the entire family. Community, it, I would say. It, it, you're right. It just it changes everything. And uh, I just think that's great. And dogs, man, dogs change everything. Mm-hmm. They got a magic to them. I agree. Just a, a magic goodness that they that they possess. Not like cats. 
I mean, I'm not hating on cats. But I love cats. Too. I know you love cats. I love all animals. Cats I mean, are all right. I, I, but I also think, but I get, I get what you're saying. There's like, a goodness. I feel that magical thing from horses. Like, I feel yeah. that horses have this sort, certain magical thing where. Mm-hmm. I don't that know. love, that love, right? It's not necessarily that. It's almost like they have a secret. Like, it's just, I don't know. And you share this relationship that is like a dog and a person. Mm-hmm. At, at least I've experienced it. Yeah. I know, but we're talking about dogs right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and this is about the dogs today. But I love them too. Yeah. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to The Fit Show. It's Happens Live. Right, welcome back to the show. My name's Fitz. What's up? You can call me Mr. Fitz if you like. You can call me Fitz. You can call me. You can call me Alpo as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, speaking of Alpo, just try. We're trying out some Alpo on my on my Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus, because she has a she has an allergy to chicken. And basically, when you go to the uh, you know whether you go to Walmart or any pet store to get your food, anything and everything has chicken in it. They make everything, even beef, dog food. Has chicken. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that not the craziest thing? Everything a lot is made of out of chi- chicken out there. But we've noticed something with Alpo. It's not. I, I gave her some hefty portions of the Alpo, and it's not breaking her out. But my wife says that my dog's uh, feet are itching. No, feet is where um, it's one of the most common places where for food allergies to take. You know, that's where they kind of start. Manifest it. Yeah, their their feet. Yeah, but usually in the past, if she's had something with chicken in it, she's just gnawing on herself all over. I I mean, look, I know that you're really hopeful for the Alpo, but i got to be honest, no. Alpo's been doing great the past four days. No, 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 no. I mean, look, it's okay, and she'll eat it. it, but... Have you never just found a food and landed on it, or does it change over time? Well, this does she is the thing. My wife forgets one? to get my dog's dog food like no, a, a constantly. You better watch it, sir. No, this is whenever, a long time ago, she was on a perfect dog food that was just a yeah. hard dog food that we got from the vet that was, um, it was basically what they called hydrolyzed protein. So it's protein that they break up into such small bits that her body doesn't notice it as an allergen. Interesting. Um, and that's what she should have stayed on, but this one over here. This one, and I'm pointing at Fitz, he likes to constantly give Susie food, and she got to the point where she wouldn't eat just the regular old hard This is coming from the the woman who gives her all leftovers. We just had pot roast the other night. Boom. First thing, come here, Susie. You've been making little omelets and stuff with stuff (laughs) for Susie past few nights when we haven't had the dog food and you're saying that I'm the only one who gives her table scraps. That is really no, rude and, and not truthful. I'm saying that you are the person that started that. Maybe I did, but and you ended it. And once it started <laughs> it, it, you know, it's hard to turn away. You Girl, even oh. you even have a friend that has a dog that is just like Susie and so he's laid yeah. down some some ground rules. Right. What are the rules? If he, Absolutely no people food, no handouts because that dog will go on a hunger strike. If right. you give him people food, he will refuse to eat dog food for days. And so will, no so will mm-hmm. Susie. Yeah, same with Susie. So at that point, you just gotta, you know, let let them have a little life. Don't they deserve quality life? life. You know, people talk about what you can and can't feed dogs, and and I'm always gonna go back to my childhood dog Buckwheat, 
God rest his precious soul. I think about Buckwheat every single day, and he's out there. He, he knows I'm talking to him right now. So Buckwheat is the standard. No. but <laughs> By which but, all dogs are measured. <laughs> yes. But Buckwheat ate anything and everything, and Buckwheat was also a raging alcoholic. And I'm not kidding you. My dad would give bu- uh, Buckwheat curs. Curs. Every, well, I'm seriously, dump it on the ground. You buckwheat to, would soup it up. I, I don't know. You need to watch I, hang on a second. He would lick it up. And uh, Buckwheat lived longer than any dog I've ever known. Close to 17 years old. Right. I'm okay. Just, uh, I, I think that's a, I believe your story and it's a great story. I just think some of the ASPCA people might mm-hmm. not be as keen on that story. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not. I was I was a kid. And, and if you want to complain, you can call my dad Green Bray Bob. And I'm sure he'd have a couple of words back to them as well. <laughs> I mean, he did live so long. You know what I mean? Who, yeah, your dad? that doesn't necessarily. Dad's still alive too. <laughs> And he smokes three packs a day. You're saying two. Yeah. He, Buckwheat and, and, is not alive. No, I know, but Buckwheat lived, you know, longer than any dog I'd ever known. Well, and, and, uh, congratulations to Buckwheat. Does he get like a ribbon or something? And you but know, my dad says mean... about that. Dad says quality of life. That's right, quality of life. Doesn't mean that you should give right. your animal every single thing that you eat. I agree with that, but we still haven't agreed on what we can give this dog where it doesn't itch. Still oh looking, yes, we have. If she you have, didn't itch whenever she ate just the hard, you know, dry dog food. Yeah, the but whenever food. she's had the awesome, she was miserable though and depressed. She was not miserable and depressed. She didn't yeah. know any better. She didn't know there was anything else out there until you started feeding it to her. We'll be right back, folks. This is the Fit Show. So check this out. Straight out of country. This it happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fit Show. Oh, we didn't forget about it. You know what today is? Mardi Gras is French for Fat Tuesday. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I knew that because my wife over there, Bethy, in the mouth from the south, is from the state of Louisiana. I knew uh, that because I took French in high school. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I took Spanish. You know what Mardi Gras, you know how you, you say Mardi Gras in Spanish? No. Me neither. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, uh, I don't know how to say Tuesday, but isn't fat like gordito? Oh, interesting. Gordita? Yeah. Uh, Tuesday is Martes. Martes Gordita. There you go. uh, So so today is Fat Tuesday. Reflecting the practice of the last night of eating richer fatty foods before the ritual fasting of the Lenten season. Yep. Now, Bethany, you actually grew up Catholic, too. So so tell me, uh, can you kind of sum this up for us? And it's all kind of tied together. So Mardi Gras is... You, uh, You show, we throw, right? No. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's, about. that's the tradition, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's a different tradition. Oh, okay. Oh. That's not tied that's to not the, the religious that's part That's not of it? tied to the church, oh. yeah. Okay, so Fat Tuesday is the last day. Mardi Gras is really supposed to be a big celebration before you give up something for Lent. Lent is those, uh, that was the 40 days and the 40 nights that Jesus spent in the desert being All tempted alone, right? by the devil. That's right. And, um, yeah, th- that Lent ends... On Easter. So, um, Mardi Gras is just a big celebration and the last hurrah before you give up something for Lent. So, it's basically and Lent, today course, you got to get everything out of your system. Right. right. And Lent begins on Ash Wednesday, which will be tomorrow. So, what do most people give up for? Oh, it's how all long? 40 kinds days? Of stuff. Do they give yeah. it up for 40 days? Yeah, 40 days and 40 nights. What yeah. are you giving up? Uh, I haven't given up something for Lent in so long. Bad That's Catholic. Bad Catholic. Yeah, I know. That is such a bad Catholic thing of you. I know. I, let's get back to this idea that, hey, we're going to have to give this stuff up because it's 
it's the temptation of the devil. So let's just do all of it in one day. Let's just get crazy with it. Let's let it all in. Right. That's what it is. Well, it's not just all one day. Come on. I mean, we we, we spread it out over a few weeks. Mardi Gras. Well, I mean, but but Drew, what what are you saying? What do you mean it doesn't make a lot of sense? Well, it's it's. A bit like saying, uh, well, I want to lose some weight and go on a diet, so instead I'm going to eat like four cakes and three tubs of ice cream this day so that I can go on a diet after that. It's like you're, you're taking ten steps backward. And isn't it kind of weird, like, okay, uh, I'm going to do all this stuff, and then like these next 40 days, God's just going to be like, hey, you know what? No big deal. Everything you did right yeah. before you know Ash Wednesday, it's forgotten. Yeah, that was as long as you give it up th- these X well, amount of days, no, right? no one's saying that you have to like... I mean, you're not like giving up everything. You're just giving up one thing. And you choose something like red symbolic. meat or yeah, alcohol. It's, or it's symbolic for you know obviously God's, uh, his Jesus sacrifice going without for sure. forty days and forty nights. So I mean, and you're not like supposed to go out and sin all day long <laughs> on Fat Tuesday. I don't know. It's you show just we throw. Like, you know the last. <laughs> You know the last hurrah kind of thing before you kind of got to get down to business. And well, you know, I've uh, I've been to several uh, Mardi Gras in uh, in New Orleans, and I really haven't been the same since. I mean, I saw things down there on Bourbon Street that and smelled things and smelled things. Vince <laughs> <laughs> happens live. F I T with a Z. Come on, this is the Fit Show. This is my- it happens live. Hey! Today, y'all, is Fat Tuesday. Which means, well, actually, the French word for Fat Tuesday is Mardi Gras. I mean, it's happening right now, you guys. It is. And Bethany, a quick summary of uh, sort of what Fat Tuesday is all about, uh, real quick. Fat Tuesday is like the it's, well Mardi Gras, the whole season of Mardi Gras, which lasts for a couple of a couple three weeks, um, is just kind of like a party before you give up something for Lent, right? Uh, which is forty days uh, and forty nights that Jesus spent in the desert uh, with the, being tempted by the devil. You give up something for Lent, so it's kind of like your your last hurrah before you you give something up. All right, and since today is uh, Fat Tuesday, I thought I thought it'd be great for us all to play the fat game. Oh, you guys cool with that? I play that game every day. Yeah, Hopefully, what, what is that? <laughs> well, Drew, you tell us. <laughs> what you do is you pick foods you really like, and you just get a lot of them. <laughs> all right, so listen. Um, all the answers here in this little game we're about to play, and please play along with us wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. All the answers have the word "fat" in them. Oh, okay. okay. And your buzzer's your name. Okay. If you know it, just scream your name. For example, and again, the answers have the word fat in them. So maybe another word for infant chubbiness. Uh, baby fat. Oh, oh, okay. I was thinking fat baby, okay. but that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I got it now. It's fat. like a Jeopardy okay. category. Let's it do is. it. So what would the category be? Things with fat in them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. A saying about the end in... Operatic situations. It's Drew. Ooh. Drew. It's not over till the fat lady sings. Ooh. Yeah. Two points. Nice. Nice job. Nice. Come on, Bethany. Where you at? Where you at? Give me a minute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're playing the fat game again. All the answers have the word fat in them. Porty feline. Oh, Drew. Oh, Bethany. Drew. God. Fat cat. Boom, fat cat. Woo. <laughs> <Drew>. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Drew. This is your game. Yes. <laughs> Love me some fat trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go with you to the bar on Fat Trivia Night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dangerous question for husbands everywhere. Drew. Drew. Does this make me look fat? Boom! 
Boom! Bethany, where nice. are you at? Sorry. I don't ever ask questions. This is the fat game. For husbands. I don't know. It's the fat game. Good job, Drew. Yes, does this make me look fat? All right, again, all the answers have the word fat in them. We're playing this for Fat Tuesday. Talk, chat, commiserate. Drew. If you're sitting around, you're doing what? Mm. Chewing the fat. You're chewing the fat. Okay. Got it. Pretty proud of you today, Drew. Thank you. I feel good about that. All right. Bethany, I know you're going to get this one. you got to be familiar with this one. Result of a punch in the kisser. Oh, Bethany. Fat lip. Uh, fat lip. Yes. Yeah. You, you give me a few of those before. Come on. <laughs> fat lip. No. Finally, this is the last one here. If there is a slim opportunity, Ooh, you Bethany. have a what, what? Fat chance. Fat chance. Oh, she beat the question. Great. Yay. Damn. All right, so what's, who won? He did. I think Drew I took did. it away. Drew, yeah, Drew definitely won. Four right. or five. Happy Fat Tuesday, you guys. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. In minutes, we go straight out of country, and Thomas Rhett performed his brand new single on SNL over the weekend. Guess who's got the audio of that performance? I do. I'm going to share it with you next. Drew, stand by with the Tuesday reality check. A miraculous ending to a desperate search for these two young sisters. The girls, ages eight and five, missing for nearly two full days after wandering from their Northern California home, finally found safety. So listen to that. Two little girls, sisters, Leah and Caroline Carico, five years old and eight years old. They wandered away from their home Friday afternoon. They were gone for 44 hours. That means two nights in the wilderness. Uh, just absolutely unbelievable. They were found unharmed. Like a mile and a half away from their house, right? right? Lost, but in the woods, in a very rugged, wooded area. They were found by firefighters uh, who, you know, massive search was set out for them because they didn't know if they'd been didn't abducted. They, didn't they find like some like granola bar They followed a trail something? of granola bar wrappers and little boot prints, little footprints. Aww. Apparently the girls had received some training uh, in a 4-H club. They had learned a little bit about outdoor survival uh, and like they said they were in good spirits they weren't injured they I mean it, they're calling this an absolute miracle I mean can you imagine a little five and an eight year old outside at night in March I would be terrified in I the woods I, I walked days, out of my house when I was a little kid I was three years old true story took my little brother we were in diapers my mom was in the shower. We walked out of our backyard, walked out the gate. We were gone for about six hours. This is a true story. My neighbor basically saw us three streets over on a major highway just sitting at the stop sign on the curb and alerted my mother. But yeah, I mean, kids wander off. Mm-hmm. I was also going to ask you about, I mean, they, they were only found a mile and a half away from their house in the woods. Did they use like d- drones? I mean, I, I, with drones today, you could see anything and everything, right? I, I'm wondering how they found them. I think they just actually, it was manpower search, like a traditional sweep the woods thing. But if a mile and a half is a big radius. If you think of a mile and a yeah, half that's and then true. draw a circle around it. And they didn't know what direction they went originally. You know, they found, they picked up their trail somewhere down the road. I, I suspect they may have used dogs. They don't know for sure, you know, to right. get some trail on them. But it's just, it's a great story, great ending. And it's a good uh, reason to start teaching your kids early. 
early. Five years old is not too young to learn That's a little right. bit about survival, survival. learn about yeah. water, learn not about that, having the granola bar with they, you. Yeah, I was going to say, they had a granola bar with them. Wouldn't that be a good reality show to take a couple of like you know toddlers, put them in Alaska <laughs> no, right, for a week no, at a time? No. See, no. you know, survival of the toddlers, or no. what can we call it? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. I know you're kidding, but... <laughs> I'm voting that toddler off. <laughs> what about this? Toddlers for... Wait. Toddlers versus the tundra. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's and talk to Leo about and it. Tiaras. <laughs> yeah. By the way, parents, mommy, I'm kidding. I'm completely joking about that. I really, we're so glad those little babies were found. Absolutely. Safe. Go ahead, Drew. Uh, really big news from the space faring community. Uh, SpaceX's rocket, the Dragon rocket, docked successfully with the International Space Station, which is a big thing because this is the, the first Dragon time a commercial uh, a, a commercial. <laughs> Rocket has ever successfully done this. This not, is not Elon Musk, right? Yeah, not NASA, not any other foreign government. It's a huge relief, and it shows that this is going to work. And, and basically, we are now officially, without question, in the age of commercial spaceflight. So this stuff's going to be handled by companies now, not NASA, not you know the Russian government. You think they let tall guys take the exit row? I think on they, the way up? I, I don't think you fit in there. Period. Ah, oh, that's great. I don't know though for sure. So we'll, we'll uh, look into it for you. Would you want to go to space? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. It, 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 for a while, it's going to be something that very few people get to do, so you'll sure. be in a very exclusive club. Yeah. I just feel like the good Lord probably wants me right down here where he put me. That's possible. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'd like to be the first you know, broadcaster uh, you know, in the uh, outer To do orbits. what are you kidding me? Jo- to do what are you space? kidding me stories. <laughs> and there you go, folks. Uh, that's the Tuesday reality check. Fitz Happens Live. Straight out of country. Well, uh, if you missed SNL over the weekend, Thomas Rhett announced that his fourth album, Center Point Road, will be out May 31st. It's named after uh, the street in Tennessee that he grew up on. And uh, this is a Thomas Rhett performing his brand new single, Look What God Gave Her. This is about his wife, Lauren, Lauren Akins, about how wonderful and beautiful she is. And if you follow him on Instagram, you'll also know that he tells you on his Instagram page about how wonderful and beautiful his wife is. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> now, what is wrong with... Uh, why do you always get so upset when people talk about how wonderful their wives are? I, I don't in general, but if you remember about a year, year and a half ago, I think Thomas Rhett was promoting a new album. He was everywhere all the time, full-time coverage. Yeah. Every single day, we got to hear a new audio clip about how much he loved his wife and how perfect their life was together. Yeah. It just was too much. Yeah. Well, you also get mad at me when I talk about how wonderful my wife Bethany is, the mouth from the south, and you know I put. And, well, that's because I have to be in the room with it, and then it starts getting really true. weird. But remember that one time I put I put a picture of Bethany and I up, and I put me and you against the world, right? And and and, and you got so mad about that. Yeah. Why did you get mad? It's me and you, boo, against the world. Like, what are you guys doing? You're like, you getting in line at the Whole Foods? Like, what, what are you die, against, baby? What's the battle of the two of your? Supporting each other. Is. Oh, we got We know that there's a battle in there. There's a battle. It's, it's battle the battle against the man. Against good and evil. There's evil people out there, dude. And there's a lot of people always wanting to take you down. And we say to hell with that. We ain't gonna let nobody take us down. Ain't I just think it's a little dramatic. Us. It could be dramatic. That's funny because I told him that exact phrase this morning. You know, I go. You know, I really think you have a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. Oh, you think? <laughs> well, I don't. Oh, that hurts my feelings. <laughs> well, don't go getting all dramatic about it. Well, anyway, this is a brand new single. Look what God gave her. Check it out. Tell me. Got a smile on an angel face. I know I'll never lose my face. Look what God gave her. How perfect he 
played the wrong clip. Clip that was One Direction, wasn't I, it? Yeah. <laughs> Where was a the country? Great one. Yeah. What is what? what is, so what does it need a steel guitar underneath it to make it country? Well, it needs something well, that, like I mean, any attachment. On, to country. I mean, it's not like it. it Country is not just what you want it to be. I mean, it's not just like, well, I, it's country because I say it is. No, it's not. That is not country. That's maybe pop. He th- maybe he thinks it's country because the storyline and the story and the song is about how amazing his woman is, right? What God put in his life. Does that make it country because of the storyline and the lyrics? There's a million pop yeah, songs about say, loving your you know, special gal. Yeah. Loving your boo? I was yeah. going to say, Jay-Z and Beyonce have one. Right. Bonnie and country? Clyde, but they're not country. I mean, it's not. Yeah, they're even talking about Bonnie and Clyde in that song. That's yeah, kind of country right not- there. Play that clip one more time to take us out. And wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what do you think of Thomas Rhett's new song, Look What God Gave Her? One more time. Now back to the Fit Show. It would go. Fits happens. Live. Welcome back to the show. My name's Fitz. Uh, there's Drew. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. And today's Fat Tuesday, by the way. It's Mardi Gras. This is it. Get everything out of your system before you give up something for 40 days, Bethany. Is yep. That- that's, right. that's right. Tomorrow's Ash Wednesday. Well, it looks like over there in Great Britain, they're already giving up some stuff, and uh, they're giving up Michael Jackson. Not for 40 days, though. No, for like for all time. The BBC, breaking news right now, the BBC has dropped all of Michael Jackson's songs from its airwaves in light of the claims in the brand new documentary, Leaving Neverland. My wife and I just watched it well, last night. We watched part one. Part, part one. Part two. Uh, we didn't watch it last night. We watched it the other night. But yeah. Uh, and we actually tried to go into this with an open mind, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we, you know, I said before it started, hey, okay, let's remember these are allegations. Mm-hmm. It's these, not court. The, right. And it's not an investigation. That's no one investigated this. You know, this is just simply allegations from two of the boys that, that hung around Michael Jackson. And you guys. After watching it, all I got to say is, oh, my God. I could see why people at the, uh, uh, what was the film festival where they showed Sundance. it? Sundance. I could see why people were walking out, throwing up, needing counseling. It's shocking to 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 know that the king of pop, Michael Jackson, could have possibly done these things. And here's what, re- what really uh, uh, sort of affirmed everything for me. He would go to these little kids' homes out in the suburbs of, of Los Angeles and he would like go there and spend the night with them for several days at a time. These parents of these two children, uh, Safe Chuck and Wade Robson, right? Mm-hmm. The two kids. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, what the, you know what is wrong with these parents? They let their children sleep with a grown man in his, be- in my, people, in his bed. People get starstruck and it, it removes their ability for critical thinking. They get starstruck and... I think there's money involved too. Is that right? Like where the, the well, they yeah. buy things for the families yes. or they give gifts to the families, uh, and, and so that like probably more than anything the starstruck aspect. Like these people are infatuated. They're they're amazed that the Michael Jackson is right, spending so time with their kid or, or is interested in their family. He would fly families. For example, he flew Wade Robinson's family from Australia to come stay with him at Neverland Ranch. Right. And after a couple of days, they're playing with the monkeys and they're playing with the giraffes. All this, and all of a sudden, Michael's like, well, you should come sleep in my bed with me. Yeah. And the parents allow it. Well. No, no, that, that is it. These parents, 
are blinded by obviously the the fame and stuff, but it's also disgusting and how irresponsible right. are these people. It's kind of you had one job as a parent. You had one keeping job. Keeping your kid safe. And you, also, for whatever reason, let that job down. Right. You're absolutely right. And, and look, I'm not, one to ju- I'm not one to judge other parents. I'm not. I try not to do that. Um, but it is, you know. I'm judging whenever, the parents. Whenever someone is um, not only spending a lot of time, but also spending a lot of money and bringing you on trips and taking you here, there, and everywhere. And not only that, but then they also, the parents started saying, you know, yeah, you know, then our room started being, you know, on a different floor. And then our room started being right. in a totally different building. While he stayed with the kids. You know? mm-hmm. And they were like, we didn't see, you know, our son for well, a week. Here's, you the know? Que- here's the question. Um, I mean, you saw what happened with R. Kelly after all that stuff came out. Mm-hmm. How is American radio going to react after basically finding out and... Well, that he is a, a, a he was a, a sick monster, the once, king of pop it's, it's, that we grew it's up really with. It's really hard because once again, these are only allegations. Like for instance, hang already, on. But he's already paid someone tw- a family twenty three million dollars before. Then, but then there's things like, for instance, Wade Robson. You know, said that he was replaced with Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin still says to this day, yeah. never touched me. Yeah, never touched me. Um, and and so does even Corey Feldman has also come out and said, you know what? I, I got to be honest. The guy never touched me. Never, never. It doesn't did a mean thing. he didn't do anything with the other. So it's other just two. you know. All I'm saying is, is it's just whenever it's allegations and it can't be proven, you never know how it's going to go. Why would someone pay twenty three million dollars? Twenty three million dollars to make bad stuff go away. I don't know. We'll see what happens the next couple of days, though, right? Mm-hmm. Next couple of weeks to how uh, American radio yeah. will react. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I'm not going to lie, I've been really busy today in the What Are You Kidding Me department. Uh, Fielding What Are You Kidding Me? stories from all of my Wacoms. What Are You Kidding Me? correspondents. Thank you guys. You guys are the best. I'm going to take you out of Oregon. Saved by the fire. In an area near I don't know, Wake Boat, Oregon. Hmm? Where's Wake Bud, Oregon? Wake Butte. Wake, Wake Butte. Oh. Well, Wake Bud. <laughs> hey, man, I live in Wake Bud, Oregon. In an area near Wake Butte, Oregon. 36-year-old Jeremy Taylor and his dog, Allie. Survived on nothing but Taco Bell fire sauce for five days after their vehicle got stuck in the snow. Wow. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Saved by the fire sauce. That was going to be one of my choose your news this week. Dang it. Oh, well, it's a what are you kidding me Isn't story. That cool, though? Yeah. Taco so cool. Bell sauce. And yeah. they entertain themselves with the funny little sayings on the packets. Who even. <laughs> What does it say on they the always, packets? Say Everyone like, has a different little joke or like a open saying. Me or yeah, I love you. You're hot or yeah. Are you kidding? Like no, every one of them. <laughs> if they're still doing that, yeah, they do. Well, I mean, I just think it's a beautiful story that they were found alive last Friday, five days after they went missing. Uh, Taylor, who enjoyed off-roading, was driving last Sunday when his vehicle got stuck in the snow. He told investigators he woke up the next day and tried to walk to safety, but the deep snow made it impossible. And forced him and his dog to return to the trapped vehicle. And you know what? I, I bet you you could do uh, 
pretty good for a couple of th- that many days on some of that fire sauce. Vitamins in there. And- I think that's also how he like. I, I want to say that's also how he kept warm because is that right? Yeah, really? I mean, think about it. It's Slathered all sauce. over his body. No, but you drink it, and uh, you know it can warm you up a little bit. I would think, maybe at least your throat. Yeah, or you, since you're feeding it to the dog, the dog is you know warming up the inside of the car. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would be. <laughs> oh yeah, lighten it up. You don't want to be near those flames. No. Uh, so I wonder if he had any battery in his car. Like, did he have? Was he well, able to use his phone in any way? For and five like- days, you're worried about battery and fuel. You can't run your car all day every day for five days. You would run out of gas. If you, had a, if you had a full tank. had a full tank. No. You you wouldn't get that far into five days. Oh, I left my Bronco on overnight one time, and it was... Anyway. <laughs> what? It was fine. So I had a full tank. Jeez. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Rhode Island. Zigzag. A drunk driver recently got busted in Rhode Island. After he zigzagged all over the place, I mean, for an hour, people were calling the cops, telling people this dude was going all over the road. Zigging and zagging. Zigging and zagging. Somehow managing to hit 41 different cars. Wow. Was that his objective? Yeah, bucket list. No, he was drunk, you know. And sometimes when you got a zig, you get you get a zag. And if you don't zig, you zag. And if you don't zag, you zig. You see. Yes. Well, he shouldn't have been zigging or zagging. He should have been Ubering. Yeah, mm-hmm. zigging, zagging right to the jail. That's where That's he right. is. Yep. He looks like he's going to County Lock. <laughs> he's zigzagging straight to County Lock. You know where I learned County Lock from? Lock up on MSNBC. Oh, you guys used to be obsessed with that. Oh, show. I still love Lock We've up. Seen every single one, I think. Yeah, it's the best show ever. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, sometimes they're hilarious. Yeah. And you can learn lots of things, like how to make Pruno and White Lightning. <laughs> yeah. You can, <laughs> They teach you how to like live and survive off of just toilet water from a jail cell. Ugh. It's pretty amazing what they could do. Mm-hmm. Right. They, 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 make like, TV. they make beer and stuff from the toilet water and stuff. Yeah, well, they're also in prison, so let's not glorify their accomplishments too much. <laughs> True. Not everybody in prison is a, is a bad soul. We shouldn't just forget about them. Well, if they're there long enough to be making Pruno, they're in trouble. <laughs> they didn't just get picked up for jaywalking. And there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The good. The bad. And the gossip. These are The Fitz Files. Let's see what's trending right now. Oh, millennials are trending. Isn't that great? Good old millennials. You can count on them. 80% of millennials say that they've tried vaping. So for more details, check out the new report from the CDC, Vaping the New Avocado. <laughs> Vape, I guess vaping has replaced avocados for millennials. Oh, wow. they go side by side. Yeah. They complement each other. <laughs> Bethany's standing by right now with the good, the bad, and the gossip. I can't vape without my avocado. Yes. Um, okay, so let's start off uh, things with the good. 
Captain Marvel, the movie. Now, this is supposed to be the female superhero, Captain Marvel. Yes, she she's, is. A, she's a lovely lady. Um, and she is, ex- she is expected. It is expected to debut at $150 million Drew just saw the private screening. At the box office can, can you, this weekend. Can you talk about it yet? I can't say anything yet, but uh, I, I can confirm that I saw it. Yes. Okay. You can't even say if it's good or not? I cannot. Oh, there, wow. there is a Yeah, there is a restriction. Wow. So uh, okay. the, and, and the woman who plays Captain Marvel, Reba? Brie Larson. I heard it was Reba. No, No. it's Brie Larson. Oh. Mm -mm. Okay. Should have been Reba. (laughs) She's a little old for the role. But they did de-age Samuel Jackson in the movie, so maybe they could have done Reba Reba too. Now, yeah, uh, you said that they took off like 30 years off of Mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson using digital effects and and Photoshopping. Yeah, you can see that that in the preview, too. I mean, you could. So that's that's public information. I'm free to share that. Okay. And, And just to let you know, 150 million. They're they're projecting that for this weekend, and that's nothing compared to the projection for Avengers Endgame, which is expected. Expected. My God, it's all right. You're excited. Expected to set <laughs> an all-time record with 265 million Dang. debut mm-hmm. next month. I couldn't care less about that. Oh, it's that so, series. I'm so excited. Everyone's excited. Well, with that much money, apparently a lot of other people do. So maybe I should try to get into it. Where would I start? The beginning. Twenty years ago, really? Oh, like where I've you just start? Never been the comic book yeah, Start watching movies. Start with Iron Man. Go back there. Well, okay. we've already seen yeah. Iron Man. Okay. We've already got that one. Right. And America. Iron Man too, I think. But okay, so moving on to the bad. Luke Perry, my teenage uh, heartthrob, was uh, rushed to the hospital last Wednesday. He suffered a massive stroke, and ironically, it happened to be the same day that they announced that they were going to have a big Beverly Hills 90210 reunion. That's so weird. Um, yeah, but. Sadly, he has passed away um, as of Monday. I was thinking about how, the, how the, if, if they wanted to continue the reunion thing. I mean, I guess they could write into the show. They, they could kick it off where everybody is at his funeral, possibly. True. If they, well, pers- if they decide to proceed with that. They, I will say that on the original series, Dylan's dad, I think, was killed by gangsters. So maybe they bring that back in. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. That's but sad. I can say that he was fairly young. I mean, he was only 52 years old. That's yeah. very young. To be killed by a massive stroke. I mean, I'm, I'm really... He was just cool, man. He was just a cool he dude. He was very cool. He also, like I said, one of my favorite roles that he played was um, Lane Frost in Eight Seconds. Loved it. Um, he survived by a son. He has a 21-year-old son named Jack, a daughter named Sophie, and um, he also has a fiance um, named Wendy Bauer. So, thoughts and prayers with all of them. Wanted to move on to the, <laughs> the gossip. Wow, guys, here we go. Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson have finally left no doubt as to their romantic status. They attended a hockey Ugh. game in New York this past weekend, and can Disgusting I just say, ooh, it's an ooh alert. This I mean, seriously. I looked at this picture and wanted to throw up. It's Pete Davidson sticking his tongue in her mouth. I mean, you can totally see He looks see like a it. lizard. Ugh. It's just, ugh. They were making ugh. out on camera and all that nonsense. I'm and done with that dude. Now we know. I mean, yes, they are 20 years apart, and just to let you know, Pete is only five years older than Kate's daughter, Lily. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, Kate? So there you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. live. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters Yeah, that's right, folks. Your questions, comments, concerns. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly about our show. 
This is from Layton. Uh, hey, Fitz, I heard you talking about pharmaceutical sales a couple of days ago, and it got my blood boiling. As a young man in the pharmaceutical sales industry, I can tell you that I save lives. We aren't caterers or bribers. Sometimes we bring food to the doctors and take them out to dinner and give them trips so that we could talk with them during their breaks and give them a little uh, and have time with them to really discuss what we could do for them. We are actually teaching the doctors about new treatments that are available while we take them out to dinner. Hey, I'm sure I'm listen, there's no doubt in my mind you guys do that. But don't you also take them out to dinner and give them free trips to, you know, sort of promote Look, uh, the drug you're pitching? All I'm saying is is th- I, I kind of I kind of relate to it because whenever I you know, in yeah. radio, I was a music director, and we had record reps, and mm-hmm. that's what record reps did. Right. They brought us the new music, and they were trying to get songs played. Cash so vacations. They would, yeah. So they would bring us, you know, to dinner, you know, and they would uh-huh. talk over dinner uh-huh. about so um, it was work. the new music. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, let's not, you know, let's not make it out to be something that it's not. I mean, it was very much, you know, obviously... There's a there's a, there's a a method to the madness. Layton, yeah. don't listen to these two. You do what you do, buddy. I'm not saying that Layton is that way. I'm just saying that... By the way, Layton, if you got any extra samples, send them my way, too. Yeah. Whatever you got. I'd like to go to dinner and hear about some samples. You know, I also kind of relate it to, like, lobbyists. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Paula says, Hey, Bethany, the mouth from the South the other day was so right about the red table discussion... With Willow Woods about Khloe Kardashian. What Jordan is that? Woods. Jordan Woods. Oh, Jordan Woods. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what that's about. Uh, Jordan Woods is the girl that was best friends with Kylie Jenner, who uh-huh. is the youngest Kardashian. She's the one with all the lip kits and all that stuff. Well, she was best friends with her, and she is the oh. person that cheated with Chloe's oh, that's right. baby daddy, uh, Tristan Thompson. And Chloe actually took to Twitter right after that interview, that Red Table Talk. Uh, it, it was on Facebook Live, and uh, she went right to Twitter and said, you know what, you are the reason my home broke up, and, um, you know, you need to be honest, et cetera, et cetera. And what's that called again? Red Table Talk? Is it's it on Red YouTube? Red Table Talk. No, it's on uh, Facebook Live. I mean, they do it on Facebook. It's, oh, it's Facebook. It is really a good show. Cool. I mean, like, I really have enjoyed the times that they sit down. It's, most of the time, it's just ladies. Every now and then again, they'll have... Like, so it's, they, like, it's like Mommy Minutes. Yeah, and they've had Will Smith on there. He's been on there a couple times. But okay. they talk about, yeah, mommy stuff and, and girl stuff. Hey, real quick. This is from Marcus. Hey, Fitz, uh, why are you and Drew always geeking out about old blank movies? You were talking about war games the other day, and mm-hmm. you're always talking about Top Gun, Fitz. I'm a 27-year-old P1, and both those movies, as well as all the other ones you referenced, are being made long before I was born. I think you need to spend a little less time in, in, in front of your VCR. Okay. Oh, VCR. VCR. Oh, oh that's a burn. That's yeah. low-key burn yeah. right there. First of all, thank you so much for listening, Marcus. Secondly, the reason I'm talking about Top Gun is because it's very relevant right now, and it's very topical. Top Gun 2 is about to be out. That's why I talk about Top Gun and, and Rocky all the time. Well, not I, that, but those all, like... Those are all timeless movies, Absolutely. you know, that, yeah, they're I, classics. I, I, of course I agree with that because they're my time, but I also can sympathize with Marcus because imagine if you were a kid and someone kept telling you to watch some movie made in the 60s and insisting it would be the greatest movie you ever saw, but it wouldn't really work for you. Yeah, but Top Gun is, is the greatest movie for everyone who sees it. I hope it is. I hope it should be. <laughs> if it's not, there's something wrong with that generation. Yes, there is. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
right, let's get to it. What have we learned today for Tuesday, March 5th, 2019? And wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, maybe you're listening on the app, maybe you're listening to the podcast, maybe you're listening to, you know, who knows? Maybe you're listening to somebody. On a transistor radio. Yes, but let us know what you picked up uh, from our show today. I learned that the BBC has dropped all of Michael Jackson's songs from its airwaves in light of all the claims in the brand new documentary, Leaving Neverland. My wife and I watched part one last night, and oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I don't look at Michael Jackson the same anymore, ever. I I, I will not. I will not. Uh, In my opinion, in my opinion, he was a monster, based on what I've learned. for me. I have to look at both sides. I have to watch part two. What 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 more do you need? The fact that he he was sleeping with children in a bed well, as a grown these are, man. These are just two people that are just saying what what they you know. Right, what but they we do know that, that I don't know that they're telling the truth. I don't know that the the parents even said they allowed the kids to sleep with Michael Jackson in true, a bed. Yeah, but that is kind I, of enough, right? Saying, yeah, that's enough. No adult male well, should have that you, kind of interest. You're a mother. Would you let I your children know. sleep with any adult in a bed? No, I okay. wouldn't. But okay. I'm just saying, I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not calling someone a, you know, okay. until well, I just. So it's going to be interesting to see how American radio handles it. How they respond. You know, look what they did with R. Kelly. You know, he's 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 done. Right, so this is this is a whole another yeah, level of, right, this is, of depth into the industry. You're so yeah, right. No one else, but also, you know, uh, R. Kelly's here to. Um, to take up for himself, you know, and and so it's, it's going to be interesting just to see how it rolls. I mean, I don't know how it's going to, what's going to happen. It's yeah. going to be very interesting. Drew, what about you? Uh, what have we learned today? I learned that it is, in fact, Fat Tuesday today. I didn't know that when I got here. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. That's right. Yeah, so t- tomorrow, if you see a bunch of people walking around with black smudges on their forehead, it's because they went to service and had uh, Ash Wednesday service, which is where you get ashes rubbed, ashes from palm leaves rubbed on mm. in the in the, in the shape of a cross That's on your right. forehead. And Bethany, the mouth from the south, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned that two sweet little girls in California that went missing, uh, they were gone for 48, oh, I'm sorry, 44 hours, mm-hmm. almost 48 hours. But right. two full nights. But they were found absolutely safe, which is amazing. It is absolutely amazing, only a mile and a half away from their home, but wow. deep into the forest, and they were able to, um, you know, be okay because they, were, back taught, home. they were taught some survival skills. That's mm-hmm. cool. And it was great news, too. All right, you guys, have a fantastic uh, fantastic rest of your day. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We will see you tomorrow. i got to go right now. My mom's here to pick me up. Yep, it's her turn. <laughs> think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, I forgot to say, my name's Fitz. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Drew. <laughs> I'm Bethany. Yeah, and think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.